you a few weeks ago about a picture I saw, and uh, I want to start a series, uh, but I want to tell you a vision first. Uh, we were in intercessory prayer here a few weeks ago, and uh, you know I believe God still shows us visions. He still speaks in dreams. He still speaks in signs and wonders. And in we were in here in intercessory prayer, and uh, I had this vision of a lion. And I knew immediately who he was. And he walked right up to me. And, and, and in, in the, the vision, I reached out and touched his nose and just how soft. Oh, I've never felt a lion's nose, but that lion's nose was soft, man. Uh, it, his nose was so soft and he began to look in my eyes and he began to look in my eyes so deep. Uh, and, he, he, and, and, and with such love, he looked at me and said, look over here in the river. And so he and I walked to, to the edge of this river, Denise, and we, we both looked inside the river, but all I could see was him. I couldn't see myself. And, and he said, look at your reflection. But I, and I looked at him and said, I only see you. And he said, look again. And then all of a sudden, his reflection turned into my face. And he said, when you looked the first time, it was your reflection you saw. He said, my children spend their time looking at a false image of themselves. You saw the real you the first time. You just didn't recognize yourself. And then he, he took me and we walked a little bit, Idra. And when we walked, we, we, we ended up coming, Ron, to what I assumed was the gates of hell. And he turns around and starts walking away from me and he says, have fun. I said, have fun? What in the world do you mean have fun? How can I have fun facing the, the, what, like I said, what appeared to, what I thought to be was the gates of hell. And he turned around and said to me, he said, when you know your divine reality, even hell is a playground for lions. Good. Wow. My many Christmas. Oh my goodness. That's a Southern thing, Andrew. <laughs> he said, when you know your divine reality and your divine identity, he said, even the hell is a playground for lions. And so I've been praying over the last few weeks and over the past several weeks. And, 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 and I thought about this, this picture that I saw and you're not going to see it today. You might see it soon because I found another one that just struck to me, but I thought about lions. We talked about lions. You mentioned lions, uh, a few weeks ago, and, and everywhere I turn anymore, I just keep seeing a vision or something about lions keep popping up to me. And, and I just thought about the lion's roar. And, and the first thing I want you to know about a lion's roar is lions usually roar between dusk and early morning. They're, they roar usually between dusk and early morning. And the reasons that they roar is one, is to stay in touch with companions from whom they've been temporarily separated. And another reason that they roar is to advertise their location and their strength to both rivals and to their pride. If you don't know what their pride is, a pride is a family. Lions are known to be fiercely loyal. A lion can distinguish the roars of its companions to the roars of those who are not part of that pride. They know whose cry, whose roar 
is whose. <laughs> and the lion's roar, this is what amazed me, can be heard up to five miles away. A lion's roar just doesn't even pay attention to space. There's nothing in that. And male lions will stay with their pride only as long as they are strong enough to defend them from a group of other males, or from, uh, defend their group from other males. And so with that, I, I've been hearing the Lord, he said to me a few weeks ago, and I told you this in church, everybody's been freaking out and panicking and, and, and doing all this stuff about 2020, and it's been a crazy year. I'm not gonna say that it hasn't been. But as I begin to pray over 2021, the Lord began to say to me, the year of the roar. This will be the year of the roar. This will be the year when we hear the lion roar in ways that we've never heard him before. But if you don't understand how to recognize what he's doing, then you'll think the world is falling apart. You see, that's what happens to us. A lot of times we're not listening for his voice. We're listening to the voice of everything else that's coming in. We're not listening to what he says. We're listening to what all the news says. We're not listening to what he says. We're listening to what this group says and what that group says. And we go around and we try to deify men and women and, and put them in positions of, of power. And when really we have forgotten the sound of our own Ryland's roar. And so I keep hearing him say that this is going to be the year of the roar. Go to Revelation chapter 5. Revelation chapter 5, reading out of God's Word translation, says, Then one of the leaders said to me, Stop crying. Oh, glory. If there's a word for today, I'm going to tell you that's it. Then one of the leaders said to me, and he said, stop crying. The lion from the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has won. Not as going to win. He has already won the victory. He can open up the scroll. Oh. And the seven seals on it. Go back one, Bob. He said, the lion of the tribe of Judah has won the victory. Amen. Amen. He's not trying to win the victory. We're not trying to just get through life. We understand that we are part of a pride that is so great that he sits over the mountain and he the Lion King just keeps going through my head. Remember when he's out on top of the rock and he's standing and he's overlooking all that he sees is yours. And I'm telling you right now, God stands on the edge of eternity and he overlooks and in that it says that everything you see is yours and he knows how to take care of his pride. Revelation chapter chapter 10 verse 2 from the voice says mm, in his hand he held a little scroll that had been unrolled he placed his right foot uh, on the sea and his left foot on dry land. Then he shouted with a voice that sounded like a roaring lion. When he cried out, the seven thunders answered with their own rumbling voices. Your lion still sits in this place with a foot on the waters 
and the foot in the land. And when he roars, all creation will rumble at the sound of his voice because he has already won the victory. So if anything, today we're going to talk about the lion that speaks. I don't know about y'all, but I absolutely love that picture. The lion that speaks. You see, I've had so many people tell me, Shirley, that they don't understand this year. They don't understand what's going on. And they keep asking me, Ted, where's God? Where's God in all of this? Where's God in all this political mess? Where's God in all this upheaval? Where's God in all this virus stuff? Where's God? And the thing about it is, is we've listened to all these other voices tell us all these other things. And we've forgotten to hear the roar that is rumbling so deep it's actually shaking and and so people talk about they just it's just silence they feel like the earth is silent they feel like there's no sound from heaven they feel like there's nothing going on you see silence is stillness it's the entire absence of sound and noise and i don't know how many times people have told me this is how i feel right now that the heavens are silent over me go to psalms 35 and i'm reading out of the Living Bible for this one. For those of you that are new, I use multiple translations, so hang on. In, in Psalms 35, verse 22, said, Lord, you know all about it. Don't stay silent. Don't desert me now. Rise up, O Lord my God, and vindicate me. I don't know about you all, but I've had times in my life that's been like that, where I'm like, God, man, where are you at in all this? Where are you at and what's going on? But I'm here to tell you, folks, he's watching. We're going to look at it some more here in a minute. This whole thing is really not so much about lions, but understanding that the lion of the tribe of Judah is watching you. And even when it feels like he's silent, it might be in between breaths. See, after a while, they have to take a breath and get ready to roar. And when they do, all of heaven and earth, go to Psalms 83, let's keep looking at, well even David felt like the earth was silent. He felt like God wasn't speaking to him. He said in in Psalms 83, verse one, he, he says, God, you have to do something. Has that been anybody's prayer the last eight months? God, you have to do something. Don't be silent and just sit idly by. I don't know about y'all, but there's times that I felt like that. God, where were you in all this? You know, that's why I wanted you to share what you said last night. Because there's times when we're sitting beside the side of the road with a flat and we're going, okay, God, what now? Okay, God, how are you going to send it now? But the lion is preparing a way. Abraham went to the top of a mountain and raised a hand to kill his own son and didn't realize that his lion had already started a goat coming up the other side of the mountain. See, before you get to the point where everything's lost, provision will be there. When we learn to trust you. Verse two, can't you see what they're doing? All your enemies are stirred up and in an uproar. They despise you, Lord. Their defiant arrogance, in their defiant arrogance, they rise up to host their secret counsel against your people. They conspire together to come and harm your cherished ones, the hidden ones. Man, David understood what it was like 
to go through times of silence. I told you a couple weeks ago, Ted and I were talking, what if this past year, from February to December now, is one big giant reset button for the church? Time for the church to be something different. So that when the walls come down and everything comes back up, they walk into a place that they don't recognize. This is not church like I've known church. This is not how I understand church. This is not how church is supposed to be. This is not how church is supposed to act. What is this? It's something new. We actually, instead of looking at all the terrible, horrible things, maybe we just need to understand that it's been in this silent time that our lion is preparing a brand new situation for us to stay step into the greatest destiny that we will ever see. What if what that word that he said to me, that 2021 is going to be the year of the roar in a way that we hear God in ways we've never heard God, that we see God move in ways we've never seen God move, that we understand that signs and wonders and miracles are still from God. Maybe he's just been taking this time. See, we talk about when he says that things, everything can be shaken, will be shaken. Maybe the church structure needed shaking. (laughs) I've told you, maybe I haven't told you, but I've talked to Ted on, on several occasions in my word to him about a lot of situations that's went on in the church world this year. My statement that I keep hearing Holy Spirit say to me is the church has picked the wrong hill to die on. So many fights about so many stupid things. That's okay if I say stupid, right? So many arguments, such discontent, such... Come on. We've forgotten who our lion is. We've forgotten and we think he's silent when really he's preparing the church. I honestly believe, this is my prophetic word to you, I believe that he's preparing the church to step into her greatest place she has known in a long time. But it's gonna be up to the church to change. We got to say, we don't want it like it used to be. Well, but I like it the way it used to be. Bob and I have this running joke when I, when I, when I make a, a suggestion about something and he looks at me and says, but that's not the way we've always done it. And it's become a joke. And I'm like, good. Maybe we need to not do it the way we've always done it. I don't know. They, 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 I, I've heard it uh, said about Einstein or who, I don't know who actually said it, but they say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Well, we've been doing this for a long time, folks. Maybe 2021 is the year we say, the creator who creates creatively can speak into our hearts, into our minds, into our spirits, so that we can be at the absolute creative people that he has called us to be. The lion is about to roar, and we're gonna have to hear, because when he roars, he changes directions. A lion's pride, their, their territory can range anywhere between 15 and 400 miles. And when he roars and moves in a direction, the pride's job is to follow. 
I believe he's getting ready to roar because I believe that there are parts of his territory that we have not even begun to break into. And that this year will be the year that he roars and you will see the greatest shift in the church. The local church is not dead. But it's time to reset. All right. When the lion speaks, it's to keep in touch with those from whom he's been separated or those who feel separated. See, see, God is always about connection. He wants to join, and connection just simply means to join, to, con, to con, conjoin. It, it's, it, it, it means to intervene and to have a close relation to. See, this is where we have to get back to, is where we understand that we are united, that he is convened with us and we are united with God. And in this unity, it is time for us to begin to change the things that we've seen. I know this is not the normal style of preaching you hear me do, but I really believe that there is a prophetic word that needs to be spoken right now. And this is the year. This is a year of the roar. And this is going to be a shift in the kingdom. But the thing is, is who will take it? Because when things begin to shift, what usually happens is people begin to get offended. Like Bob says, that's not the way we've always done it. Oh, good. Let's get ready. Go to Hosea. I read this to Tyler last night when he began to tell me that what happened to him and Sydney on the way home. And, 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 and I thought, so how many people feel like that sitting beside the road? We feel like the wheels have just come all the way off of it. And we sit and wonder, God, where are you now? Hosea chapter 2, verse 21, from, I'm reading God's Word translation. He says, on that day I will answer your prayers, declares the Lord. I will speak to the sky and it will speak to the earth. One translation say, I will speak to the sky and answer its prayers and it will speak to the earth who has been crying out to it. And it was crying for rain. And the sky then was asking God for rain. And he says, I will speak to the sky and it will speak to the earth. Verse uh, 22. And the earth will produce. See, this is the job of the earth is to produce. We're always supposed to be producing something. We need to get to the point where we're not just existing in our lives, but we are producing what God has desired. He said, and the earth will produce grain, wheat. Ted gave us a prophetic word last week about a return to the word. That's what he's talking about here, Ted. He said, I will speak to the sky and the sky will speak to the earth and the earth will begin to produce the word of God again. Now we know the word is Jesus. We know that God speaks more than just in a written page. But it's time that the word begins to produce in your life, that you begin to hear God, that you begin to hear what God is saying to you. That's why in the next few weeks, I'm going to start a series here just on hearing God. Because I believe as 2021 comes, I believe January is our, our launch point. Amen. Amen. For 2.0 here. And he said, I'll speak to the sky and the sky will speak to the earth and the earth, that's here, will begin to produce grain, the word. It'll produce new wine. When you see wine in reference to the, uh, in the Bible, it's a reference back to the Holy Spirit. Ephesians says, be not drunk with wine, where's an excess, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. On the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit fell, they said they are drunk. 
See, there's something that happens when the Holy Spirit falls on you. It begins to change your outward behavior. And you may appear like you have lost your mind. You see, when a shift comes and it begins to fight on our senses, it's going to change how we fundamentally think about things. He said the earth will produce grain, the word, it'll produce new wine, a movement of the Holy Spirit, and it'll produce oil, olive oil. That represents the healing of, the healing of God and the anointing of God. So what is happening here is the earth that cries out to the sky, the sky cries out to God, and God begins to answer all prayers at one time. And because he begins to answer the prayer, there will see, I believe, that in 2021 we're going to see a revival of the Word of God in people's life. Not just memorizing a lot of Scripture, that's good because that is the Word of God too. But I'm talking about when the Word really becomes alive and all of a sudden you can't even shave in front of a mirror without hearing God speak. Speak to you. I believe what is coming that is you will begin to put one pant leg on and then the other and all of a sudden God will begin to speak to you about a new direction in your life the way your pant legs are going. I believe that when God is what's going to happen in 2021 when the lion begins to roar you are going to hear God clearer than you've ever heard God and it will produce word it will produce spirit and it will produce healing in your life. I just have to give you my prophetic word for 2021. This is what I hear. You will produce many crops, Jezreel, which simply means God sows. God is sowing. It's not us sowing, it's God sowing. Our job is to produce. You know, uh, when I plant a, a, a plant, which I don't very often, but when you plant a plant, how many of you know the seed doesn't have to work to grow? The sower provides everything that seed needs to grow. The seed doesn't have to sit there and beg for it. He just knows every day the water comes. Then the fertilizer and, and everything that I need, to, and all of a sudden it begins to produce. We're just seeds here, folks. And I believe that God is getting ready to sow some things and he's gonna provide some things into us to begin to show us that he has provided way before we ever got there. I was talking to Tyler again last night. I said, son, do you realize before you had a flat, that guy had already missed his time of where he was. He was an hour from the job site he was supposed to be at. Tyler says, do you know where I can get this fixed? And the guy turns, am I right? The guy turns around and says, do you see what truck I'm driving? That was your ram stuck in a thicket, son. Before you ever got to the point, he had already started. That guy already missed his job. Why? Because God is sowing what you need right now. Some of you are going to face things in 2021. You're going to think, how in the world am I going to get through this? Know this right now. The lion has already spoken over your situation. And before you get there, he's already providing what you need to get through it. First John chapter 5. Uh, I'm telling you, I just feel like I have to give you what I hear. And that's what we're going to talk about for the next three weeks. John chapter 5, verse 14, 1 John, I should say, from the voice, he puts it this way. We live 
in bold confidence that God hears our voices. You see, when the lion roar, anybody ever watched The Lion King? They hold baby Simba up. Rafiki wipes his head. And he walks out to the edge of that rock and he holds him up. And when uh, Mufasa roared, all the other lions that were there begin to roar back. That's what I think about when I hear this verse. He says, we live in the bold confidence that God hears our voices when we ask for things that fit his plan. Verse 15, and if we have no doubt that he hears our voices, we can be assured that he moves in response to our call. You got prayers that are being answered right now. Well, why don't I see them? Because it's not meant for you to be there. But when you're there, in that time, know that the lion has heard your cry. He has heard your call. And he has already set up the provision you need. And you can walk in a boldness. And I'm telling you, this is something that you need to pick up on yourself. That you understand this year is going to be the year of the roar. That you walk in a boldness. That you know that when you cry out to God, that God hears and God answers. And he moves in response to your call. Well, I'm nobody. I'm nothing. Keep going back to Doctor Who. There are no ordinary humans. You're not ordinary. You're extraordinary. Some of you is just extra. Missy. You're, you're, I'm telling you, you, you don't understand that he, just like the sky called out to God and he answered it. And then the sky turns around and provides the earth with what it needs. And the earth produces in you. You're the earth. You are the earth. You were created and formed out of the earth. You are the earth. And we cry to the sky and the sky answers because it answers to God and it produces in our life. And you will produce the word and you will produce the whole movement of the Holy Spirit in everything you do. And you will produce the anointing and new oil. Why? Because I walk in a bold confidence that he hears me. The lion speaks to advertise where he is, his location, and his strength. His location and his strength. Hebrews chapter two. I'm telling you what, I sat last night just going over and over some things at my desk, at my, at my dining room table, I mean, and just begin to cry, thinking about what God is getting ready to do in you, in me. Hebrews chapter two, verse 11, from the Passion Translation, he says, Jesus, the Holy One, makes us holy. So you don't even have to make yourself holy. Jesus makes you holy. You don't have to work for it, seed. You just have to be. You have to be what he called you to be. He made you holy. You're already there. Ooh. And as sons and daughters, we now belong to the same father. And so he is not ashamed or embarrassed to introduce us as his brothers and sisters. 
Jesus walked around proud to introduce you as part of the family. He's not ashamed. He's not embarrassed. Well, I've done so much. God has to be embarrassed of me. God's not embarrassed of you. He's not ashamed, but you don't know what I've done in my life. He made you holy. You didn't do nothing in your life. He did it all. Oof. All right. For he has said, I will reveal. Now go back to the vision I had. When he said, you saw your own reflection. People live with a false image of themselves. I love what Hebrew says here. He said, I will reveal who you really are to my brothers and sisters, and I will glorify you with praises in the midst of the congregation. My confidence rests not in a political system. Come on. My confidence rests not in a World Health Organization. I'm not putting none of these things down, you know, but that's not where my confidence rests. My confidence rests in God and in him. And again, he says, here I am. So why does the lion roar to tell you where he is? And look where he says he is. And here I am, one with the children Yahweh has given me. See, when the lion roars, it's not going to come from way out there. It's going to come from right in here. <laughs> Remember what he said in Luke, where's the kingdom of heaven? Within you. When the lion roars, don't listen for it out here. Listen for that rumbling that starts from in here. Because what did he say? Back that up, Bob. He said, the, uh, no, just that verse, son. Verse 13, and my confidence rests in God. And again, he says, here I am, one with the children Yahweh has given me. When the lion roars, you're going to begin to hear things that come up out of your spirit. This year, I honestly believe you're going to see a stirring in your spirit. You're going to hear God. I'm telling you, there will be times when you say, okay, God, can you quit for a moment? I'm challenging you right now, you better start keeping notebooks handy because I believe that the word is going to come so fast that if you don't write it down, you're going to miss some things that he's saying to you. Put it on your phone, put it in a voice memo, do something because I'm declaring to you right now, he's getting ready to roar and the roar is going to come from inside. Why? Because that's where he's at. He's not some far off God. He roars from the chambers of your own spirit. And from the chambers of your own spirit, you will hear the voice of heaven. And from the voice of heaven, you will make a declaration to the earth and the earth will produce. Earth will produce. <clears throat> Psalms 145, verse 19. Every one of your godly lovers receive even more than what they ask for. Every one of your godly lovers receives even more than they ask for. Go ahead, sir. For you hear what their hearts really long for and you bring them your saving strength. Yeah, but I don't see God moving. How many of you have ever watched a, a documentary about a lion sneaking up on a wildebeest? 
The wildebeest didn't see the lion moving either. Sometimes he's moving in ways that we don't recognize. Or we sit back and we think that can't be God. God would never do that. Who are you to tell God what he would never do? Well, God can never speak through them. I don't even know if they really even know who God is. I don't know if they've ever accepted this great salvation. God surely didn't speak. You better quit telling God who he can speak through. You might be surprised at the way he begins to speak. Remember Balaam and his donkey? Yeah. God can't speak through them. God can't speak through that. God, God I'm telling you what, I, I'm telling you, you're going to be, I believe that even commercials on TV are going to begin to speak something to you. Well, that can't be. How can the cheddar chalupa from Taco Bell, those are good, speak to me. I'm telling you, start listening for God's word. He lives in you. He's going to roar from the inside of you. I went by a, 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 a drive-thru sign one time and God spoke to me about something this drive-thru was selling. Telling you there is a change that's coming. There is a roar that's getting ready. I can hear the roar. You ever been near a lion at a zoo when they just... You can hear that deep rumble. I'm hearing a deep rumble coming from the Spirit right now. And He is getting it to roar. And it's going to roar straight out of your belly. It's going to roar. See, that's why you have living rivers of living water that flow out of your belly. See, salvation comes in. It springs up from the inside. But what the Holy Spirit does, when and, and Jesus, He flows out of you. Uh. <laughs> Psalms 27, I'm telling you. I got tickled last night watching Tyler. Just deal with God speaking to him in ways, you know why? Because he didn't know that God would speak to him through something like that. I'm telling you, ooh, glory. I'm excited thinking about it. Psalms, what am I going to 27, verse eight. We're almost done, folks. Psalms 27, verses 8 through 10. He said, Lord, when you said to me, seek my face, my inner being responded. What responded? My inner being. My inner being responded. I'm seeking your face with all my heart. So don't hide yourself. Sometimes camouflage may feel like he's hiding and he's really just getting in position. And sometimes when you don't think you see him moving, it's because he is positioning himself to move in a way to provide something for you that you don't have right now. So don't hide yourself, Lord. When I come to find you, you're the God of my salvation. How can you reject your servant any in anger? You've been my only hope. So don't forsake me now when I need you. I love verse 10. My father and mother abandoned me. I'm like an orphan, but you took me in and made me yours. He brought you in and made you part of the pride. And now he will, he will fight for you. A lion will only remain the leader of its pride as long as it's able to defend the pride. Let me tell you something. He's able to defend this pride and he is going nowhere. Amen. 
He said, I know you took me in. Hebrews chapter 13, verses five through six. I'm, I know I'm throwing a lot of scripture to you, but it's laying a foundation for what I've been telling you today. I'm, God's... Those of you that are under 30, he's getting ready to blow your minds. He's going to speak to you and you're going to think there's no way that it's God. And those of us that are over 30, you better start listening. There are voices that are arising that don't have to be cracked by age but they have that true tone of a brand new bell. And it's a clarion call that they're going to hear God and it'll be so clear to them that they may move on it without you. So don't be jealous if they grab something that we haven't seen. I'm telling you, you may think, well, I don't even know, you know how all this stuff works. You don't have to know God's getting ready to do something. Mm. Where are we at? Hebrews 13, five, don't be obsessed with money, but live content with what you have for you always have God's, you will, for you always have God's presence. You always have God's presence, but I don't feel it, but that doesn't mean he's not there. For he, for hasn't he promised you, I will never leave you alone. King James Version says, I'll never leave you or forsake you. He said, hasn't he said, I'll never leave you alone, never. I will never loosen my grip on your life so we can say with great confidence, I know the Lord is for me and I will never be afraid of what people do to me. Bobby, if you will, skip down to Psalm 77. I want to close with Two more things. Just one last set of scriptures. I'm telling you folks, this is what I hear about 2021. This is the year of the roar. It's going to rise up from the inside of you. I cry to the heavens. The heavens will answer. The sky will answer. And the earth, you, will begin to produce. Psalm 77 verse 15. Your glory, the Passion Translation says, your glory bursts. You've rescued us over and over. Just ask the sons of Jacob and, or the sons of Joseph and they will tell you. And all of us, your beloved ones, know that it's true. Pause in his presence. King James says, Salah. Verse 16, when the many waters of the Red Sea took one look at you, they were afraid and ran away and to hide, trembling to its depths. Storm clouds filled with water high in the skies. Cloudbursts and thunderclaps announce your approach. Lightning flashes light up the landscape. Rolling whirlwinds exploded with sonic booms of thunder. This is a lion's roar. Rumbling as the sky shouted out your story with light and sound and wind. Everything on earth shook and trembled as you drew near. Your steps formed a highway through the seas with footprints on a pathway no one even knew was there. This is the lion. And when he roars, the creation has to respond. 
How many in here has ever seen, read, or both The Chronicles of Narnia by C.S. Lewis? The main character in that is Aslan, which means lion. He's a perfect represent, representation of Jesus. And that's what he was meant to represent. He was meant to represent Jesus. It, was, it wasn't by accident. I want to read a, a, a quote from the Chronicles of Narnia by C.S. Lewis in reference to the lion's roar. He said, wrong will be right when Aslan comes in sight. At the sound of his roar, sorrows are no more. When he bears his teeth, winter meets its death. And when he shakes his mane, we shall have spring again. This is the lion that rules over you. With deep divine love in his eyes and a soft nose. And he says, you are my reflection. And even hell is a playground for lions. You're going to, I believe, and I believe it can start right now. There is a roar, a rumbling, and I hope it bothers your spirit. I hope it twists and turns you and you just, you just can't sleep because you just keep hearing this sound. Where's this sound coming from? It's coming from you. It's coming from the lion within you. So get ready. Let's let him out because there is a shift coming to the pride. We're in a reset. I believe it's going to happen quick. Amen. Father, I thank you for today. I thank you for who you are. Father, I hope this word is as clear to those you've given me to minister it to as it was to me. Father, let your clarion call, your roar come out. And as we take the next few weeks to lay out the prophetic destiny that I hear you speaking to our spirits, Father, let it happen. Not, not after we're done, but let it happen now, Lord. Let our spirits leap and burst with sound, with voice, with a clarion voice that comes straight from heaven that we begin to produce the Word of God. We produce the Holy Spirit and the acts of the Holy Spirit that we produce the anointing. For you have roared to let us know that you're not far from us. You have roared to let us know that you're right here with your children. And Father, we listen and we hear and your pride answers back with a roar from inside of ourselves. In Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Amen.